and welcome back to the Music Muse, where I just talk about music with basically no rhyme or reason. I mean, I kind of have a rhyme and a reason. Like, I mean, music is basically rhymes and reasons. Um, today I have a special guest with me. Would you like to introduce yourself, sir? Uh, I don't know. I, I kind of <laughs> like you know one of those WWE like introductions. But and in this <laughs> and in this corner, wait, that's like <laughs> boxing. That's boxing. I am not well versed enough right. in WWE. Right. To it's Kid Pellegrini. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what's hi. up, Jess? Hi, welcome to the podcast. This is you're my first guest ever on this podcast, which you should feel proud about, whoop, whoop. which is exciting because. We'll just see how this goes with guests from now on. Um, I guess, yeah, so Kit is another fellow music lover, vinyl collector, oh, yeah. worker of music venue things, um, and I thought he'd have some really, really great input today on some of the shit we're talking about, which I'll is going to be super, super fun. So mm-hmm. getting into it, what I always like to start off with is what are you listening to? What should everyone be listening to right now in the, his house? So, you know, I, I always am kind of listening for whatever my personal artists are putting out at the time. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Of course... Throughout the year, there's a lot of waves of people actually re- like releasing music. So mm-hmm. uh, right now, really Night Moves just put out a great <laughs> new single. So good. Uh, I love Night Moves. Strands Align. It's a great song. And uh, I I love that band. I don't know what it is, but they just got a great sound to them. And it's it, a really good song. It lines up straight up with that last album that they put out, Penny Days. and yeah. It's real good. Fuck real yeah. Good. No, I... They're so good. They're almost like kind of like an they have like an old soul kind of sound to them, and they have a soft spot in my heart because they're a Minnesota artist. And totally, and oh. the singer went to UWM. He's a Panther alum. I for two had no years. idea. Yeah. No way. Do you know what he even went? What did he go for? Communication. Like everybody else. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like whatever. Yeah, yeah fucking throwaway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't like it. Decided to go back to Minnesota. That's fine. But that's nice. And now yeah. he's making music that is really, really good. Really good music. Yeah. yeah they came. And I'm excited for them to come back in June. Yeah. It'll be so yeah. fun. Yeah. Where are they coming to? Collectivo yet again. Again. Yeah. I thought they. I guess they. They're not big enough quite yet. Not to do quite like yet. Turner. Maybe if this album gets more traction on the next tour, but. We're ready to sell yeah. it out, and it'll be a good show. That'll be such a good show. Fuck yeah. Okay, that's F&A. what's up. What else are you listening to? Um, so I'm a big fan of the band The Internet, and mm-hmm. Steve Lacey's been putting out a single here and there. But um, actually, Matt Martians, who is the keyboardist for the band, he is fantastic, and he just put out an album, and I've been really vibing with it. It's a little bit more experimental than hmm. you know typical yeah Internet stuff, and it's definitely more rap and lyric based. From oh, his perspective. Interesting. So it's really cool and it's really heavy production and that's it's good stuff. Sounds good. Okay, yeah, because I'm very familiar with the internet. I'm not familiar. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't, wouldn't even kind of know what to expect with him yeah. as like the keyboardist. You know what I mean? I didn't know like you also had the second skill of rapping as well. You know what yeah. I mean? So and it seems like all four of them are always trying to put out like a solo album between yeah. the internet albums too. So I think Steve will probably have something and yeah. Sid's a queen. She's 
great too and i bet she's gonna mm-hmm. put out a new album in a year or so or something like that because they have just like something amazing to bring to the table like i mean steve steve lacy yeah he just did uh some stuff with vampire weekend yep one of like their kind of first features on a real album which yeah. i was like that's so dope and it's so i could just talk about that whole i'm so excited for that vampire weekend album oh like, it's gonna be so good it's gonna be because it's so nostalgic and mm-hmm. 90s and that's gonna be something that i'm gonna talk about in a later podcast yep. but like oh god one so of those good. bands that our age group like grew up with too like, oh yes they can't yeah as we got older and like actually got into music that was like one of those big ones at the yes time. like it's so good oh my god i absolutely absolutely 100 yeah um but yeah, is there anything else that you want to throw out into the world, um, into the universe? Definitely want to throw out Gus Dapperton, who is... He's that one dude with the weird hair! Yeah, man, he <laughs> yeah. is eccentric, He's to say in the least. A but dude. He, uh, he works it, and he just put out his album, too. And I have been a big fan of him since I heard the song, uh, Can't People... Or no, um, Just Snacking. Okay. And yeah. It's a great little bop. He's making, you know, that real poppy kind of music. Yeah. And I really like that style out of him. And I think he's going to be like one of those kind of big artists that has like kind of a cult following with him. You don't think he'll just like fall off into like the pits of nothingness? I <laughs> always hope not. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I hope I'm not that wrong, true. but it's possible. <laughs> it's always a 50 50. And for young guys like him and, Steve, I think that can happen because they're both like 19 or 20 or something. Yeah, like that. Steve was actually surprisingly young yeah, for what I thought he was. Steve has a whole band behind him. Yeah, to fall exactly. Back on, but Gus is just him. It's just him. So he's like, yeah, that's another because like, that's another phenomenon. Like the because he basically came out of YouTube, right? Like yeah. doing like all that like YouTube. Yep, weird little shit. live performances and mm-hmm. just him singing. You know, like the. The color series that's on YouTube. It's like oh, tiny yes. desk, but it's just like a blank color behind you. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god. Those are such cool videos. Those are so good. Stack. I <laughs> Yeah. No, because like last uh podcast I talked about Doja Cat, who I was listening, like super listening to, and she does uh her song Juicy on it. Oh so yeah. So good. So good. So good. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. It's Shout a out great to those series, videos. That's it real. is an absolute great great series. Yeah. Hundred percent. And they've got like Tom Mish on there. I think Steve Lacey has a video. Caliuchis, mm-hmm. Georgia Smith, everybody who's young, up and coming is going on there. Yeah, absolutely. I highly recommend tuning into that. Mm-hmm. Like just going to that like YouTube channel or subscribing to it because yeah that the Tiny Desk series like like Audio Tree Live yeah. all those in studio little things are I love those and I even I endless even, playlists I even love those like um like BBC Radio One sessions when the big artists yep. like cover other artists or. Um, what's the Australian one? Um, oh, uh, the like a version, like a version, uh, yes. Triple J, yeah, Triple J. They have some incredible, incredible covers. Yeah, Bino's um, done like five songs on there. Which is yeah, crazy. I know. I was like, that's like he's not even Australian. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> when do you have the time to fly to Australia? I guess with as much money as he's got, go for it. <laughs> I guess if you, More I don't know, to you. the amount of money it would take for me to get on a plane for 20 hours to fly to Australia. Yeah. 
and then be in the one hab- like hab- like habitable part yeah, of Australia, the bottom of, it. <laughs> the bottom of it, and then do nothing with the rest of the country. Yeah, <laughs> just gonna go perform for a bit. Yeah, maybe see a roo. Yeah, exactly. Go hang out with. <laughs> see a roo. Go yeah. touch it. Hey, how you doing? Say what up. Hop, hop back to America now. <laughs> Bye, guys. But he has so many roo friends. Anyway, oh. <laughs> um. <laughs> I think um, I uh, maybe I should talk about I've been listening to a lot of um, what I call girly surf rock. It's kind of my own genre. Oh, I, it's, for I mean, sure. it's, it's not like my own genre. Like I didn't come up with this. But it's like, like what you listen to on your own time. Yeah. And it's like something that I will. I've what I've kind of classified. Um, it's like a lot of like female surf rock bands, mm-hmm. which are really good, like the cults and Beach Bunny. Beach Bunny, that show was nuts at Collectivo. Yeah, like Soccer so Mommy, good. Mm-hmm. so good. Uh, Soccer Mommy does actually a really, really good cover of I'm on Fire. Oh, um, nice. Okay. I think I actually, I think our my boss in the office was listening to that the other day, and I couldn't pinpoint who it was. Yeah. And I was like, man, that, I did not expect a I'm on Fire remix out of him. Like, yeah. Cover out of Gary, you know, he's a, kind of an old guy, and... I think he knows Bruce Springsteen, so to listen to a cover of it, yeah, you like, really like it because he plays it a couple of times. Yeah, I was just like, that was like, it was, it's so good, and it's kind of like unexpected, and I was like, it's dreamy, and it just fits like that whole surf rock vibe that I just, I've just been into that like dreamy, dreamy mood, and it's gonna sound like weird, sexist coming from me, but like, I just did not give female artists like the recognition that they deserved for sure. For the longest time, I just female like girl bands just they'd never appear like appealed to me yeah. for some reason like the female voice just like i don't know you know what i mean it's is that to get like into somebody yeah like, without already having some sort of history because like honestly we only ever just hear about the big name people like beyonce and katie yeah. perry and ariana grande those kind of artists but they're low-key some rocker girls out there i think yes. people like Casey Musgraves, Brandy Carlisle, Courtney Barnett—they kind of opened the floodgates for a lot of that stuff. But then, like, yeah, I don't know, No Name and um, Solange, and a lot of those artists opened up for women in the mm-hmm. R and B world. Mm-hmm. It's a great development. It's for an yeah, everything going on. A lot of amazing women artists right now. I know, absolutely, and like, I don't, and I don't know why that I had that thought for the longest time. I just. Like, everything that I had read, I mean, I, like, studied up on, like, I read everything about the Beatles in high school, and I read every mm-hmm. punk rock biography that there was, and it's all incredibly male-dominated, and I was like, this is so fucking cool. Like, they're breaking shit and doing that crazy kind of stuff that only, like, that these guys are doing, so then yeah. it never really opened up me up to, like, hearing, like, an actual female punk group because there's one there's this one female like they're almost like punk surf rock called um slut ever <laughs> they're so good That's they're amazing. punk <laughs> like they're punk and then like a little bit of dreamy surf rock it's so hard to expra- explain but they're very much like oh it's so good i'm i'm like why why, why have i been sleeping on this like my entire life like For what sure. is happening right now um 
but after that whole rant, I'm not saying that I didn't listen to female artists before today. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like before you just last transferred week. over now. Way to catch up, Jess. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Like, I'm like, that's the absolutely opposite. It's just like I didn't give them the amount of appreciation that I have been now. You know what I mean? Like For really sure. making more just female focused um Spotify playlists. You know what I mean? Like yeah. giving them giving that whatever so totally. yeah so that's that's where when i'm at so i say give slut ever uh absolute listen because they're listen to all the ladies yes listen to all all the ladies okay so yeah that's kind of what i've been listening to for nice. at at the moment nothing else is super crazy because again i'm waiting for that next wave of new releases oh um, yeah that's about everybody's to gonna up. put stuff out yeah. may here right before summer yeah exactly festival like, dates mm-hmm. all that nonsense get ready for all of those tours that are coming up which i have to sadly sell my vampire weekend tickets that i oh with that's my... so rough but oh yeah you know why it's, it's rough because i'm going to see paul mccartney oh so well it's that's like... i mean you know i guess i'll allow that okay i mean because i mean the thing is like one I mean, we could all die tomorrow. Yeah. But Paul's just a little bit closer to that yeah. <laughs> area of possibly dying soon. So for sure. Would love to see him. And you gotta you gotta before... make those right decisions too though. Yeah, I know exactly. And I was yeah. kind of I was a little salty that they had booked on the same day. Um, that kind and of competition usually think doesn't about happen. that. Yeah, because well he's in Green like it's Paul McCartney's in yeah. Green Bay and then they usually I at least have an idea of that, but I don't think anybody could have ever predicted Lambo getting yeah, <laughs> somebody like Paul McCartney. That's what I'm saying. That was like the most random shit. They're like, do you want to go see Paul McCartney? At Paul McCartney? I'm like, cool. in like, Chicago? Like, what the fuck? They're like, no, Lambo. And I'm like, exactly. Okay. Why is that not a just soldier field? <laughs> yeah. Like, I was just like, that's really random. And I was like, okay, that's cool. I guess you got to start really appeasing because he's doing the coal like he's doing the coal center in mm-hmm. madison yeah that one which I kind of get weird to me like if you're that's gonna go out in summer weird. just just do all the outdoor places yeah that's what i'm saying like go do like miller park like billy yeah. joel did he, exactly. it's like the perfect yeah that's what i'm saying and i was like that's like so i don't know interesting but mm-hmm. i guess he's even alpine yeah Oh my god, a hundred percent! Like I don't know, has Paul McCartney even? When was the last time? Like, did does he tour Wisconsin? Honestly, I I bet he hasn't been here since either the early two thousands or like the eighties. Wisconsin, yeah. This is because, like, why? We're going on a fact finding mission. I have to fucking know. Yeah. History. Uh, This is gonna take me forever. Uh, I always hate at, when you like try to look at up for an artist oh, oh, too. His first five Milwaukee contact co- Milwaukee concerts. I also can't <laughs> talk because I have no grasp on the English language. You okay, June. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, June nineteen ninety three. Uh, well, it started off in uh, September nineteen sixty four at. The Milwaukee at, Theater. No, right? the UW, like what is now the UW Panther yeah, the Pan- Arena. Yeah, Panther Arena, Milwaukee Theater was Beatles. On that's so first random. US tour. That is so weird. Insane. And then that's actually really, really cool. Oh mm-hmm. my God. I was like in a place where. Same place that uh, Teddy Roosevelt got shot. And where lots of teenage girls 
pissed themselves as the Beatles were standing there in front of them. Oh. The streets were wet that night. <laughs> All the Moist. juices flew, flew, flowed that so night. The, the streets flowed with pee. <laughs> Crap. They don't call it Cream City for nothing. Oh. <laughs> Who gave us microphones? This is terrible. <laughs> Up. That's nasty. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> then 1990. Then his first thing. Then his next one was 1993. Mm. Um, I don't know if it doesn't show that he was. Did he ever? I don't think he ever toured with Wings, so I have no idea. Yeah. But and then 2002, he was back at the Bradley Center. Mm. Then 2005, he was like again at the Bradley Center, and now and then 20. Okay, 2013, I guess. Oh. He is at Miller Park. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Maybe that's why they then just want to change it up. Yeah. Get out of the city. Get all the the f- older folks in. Uh, all the money's up north. That is very true. Pulling that in like he doesn't need more money, but For like real. you know what I mean. I just uh, yeah. At some point, that's another thing that a rant of mine. Like, why? Like once you hit a certain point of like stardom. Why wouldn't an artist just want to like do a tour where it's like, I Underplays guess, and yeah, like or like get back to the chill stuff, just like or like just make tickets like twenty bucks in the first thousand people who buy them. Cool, yeah. you're like at my concert now. Welcome to me. You know I what I mean? There, I think there's just too much pressure sometimes, like to have a huge production thing going on with some of these acts. Like they expect the big stage and the big light panels and all that. Mm. And, like that's really what drives up the cost on those tours. That's the only reason mm. you're paying hundred bucks for yeah. you know a regular ticket in a plate for anywhere like that. But I mean, if they did strip down and just with their actual instruments and make it about the fucking music, yeah, that yeah, would be it could be twenty twenty five bucks. That would be amazing. That's that's funny that we're talking about that because that will segue into a later topic that we have in the in the the show, which will be our best and worst concert experiences, which I'm excited to talk about because boy have I, I mean, I've had some good ones. I don't, I don't think I necessarily have had like bad ones. I've had ones where I was uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> like For I am sure, so uncomfortable, uncomfortable, but I've had, but, but that's not bad, bad concerts are few and far between. Yeah. Because the goal is you're going to see something you think you're going to like. Yeah. And then, yeah, it's like, it's your ex- expectations. Like, and yeah. once they don't meet that, then you're just like, fuck this shit. Yeah. I want to um, go home. Yeah. I want to <laughs> go home and eat a hot pocket. Okay. Do you want to play a game? Yeah. Oh Jesus. Anyway, <laughs> I started too soon. I know. Like, um, so I want to play this game. Uh, it's called Music Roulette. I literally came up with this in high school. It was me and my best, me and my best friend. We, um, would sit in the car and we would. This is when we would go to concerts in Minneapolis. Like we'd go <laughs> to the rave or not the rave. <laughs> ew. Um, to First Ave in Minneapolis, and I mean, we saw like Walk the Moon. Um, we saw Panic at the Disco twice, yep. like when they were when Panic at the Disco was emo trash and not what they are today, <laughs> which I don't want to talk about. <laughs> anyway, oh god. Um, but we would going to and from concerts. We play this game, 
it's basically we'd choose one of our pay- playlists and this was back when we had the old like um the ipod videos like oh, the yeah. big chunky boys yeah that had chunkers that just could fit like your like, entire music library i had 128 gigabytes of just music that too i put on much. there just too much and the thing but the greatest thing is when you hit shuffle it plays everything yep. baby so it played every broadway musical that i had on there <laughs> it had like little big town then beyonce then all the like bony Vare and vampire weekend and then fucking just every just run dmc like everything yeah. that possibly could ever happen um I, we'd have on these playlists and then we'd come up with scenarios and be like Okay, what's the first? What's your first dance song? Hit that bitch on fucking shuffle, and we pick a number one through five. Shuffle it like push it two, say two, and then we shuffled it two, and then we'd get the some some great chuckles, some great laughs. Like you'll get like Michael Jackson's Thriller or like something else that's funny that I don't know <laughs> another funny one that I can come up with at the top of my head but you get the gist because that's just that's see the only danger gist. is way back in that day I used to have like bootlegs comedy stand-ups you know that <laughs> and that was the amazing. worst when I would play shuffle and then like two minutes in I finally start hearing clapping and then Dane Cook walks out and it's and then I'm like oh god this is terrible no <laughs> I wasn't watching what I put on my my iPod. I just would click and drag my yeah. entire family's iTunes over and into there, and then you're just like, "Oh shit!" Like, don't put in duplicates. Okay, everything. Yeah, it's like go. it's fine. Like, yeah. and then you, yeah, then you get like all that that weird random shit. Yeah, yeah. my mom had a lot of because I mean, yeah, because I mean, back in the day, I had to share. Like, I didn't have my own computer, so I shared yeah. with my mom. It was a whole family affair. Mm-hmm. She had like Barry Manilow, and yeah. I'm like, why the fuck am I listening to Copacabana right now? <laughs> like, why do I have 600 songs by Dean Martin on <laughs> yeah. my iPod right now? I mean, Dean Martin is it's great. He's <laughs> great, but also, how is this the only thing that we have 600 songs? <laughs> yeah, and why does it play every two songs because yeah. there's 600 of them? You know, because like once you have like two or three albums of the same artist, they yeah, <laughs> then they take up a bigger hi- like hierarchy within the iPod. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So, well, well, we're on Spotify now. So, this is Spotify. So, we'll go off of one of these albums and uh, one of these playlists, actually. Um, So, like, do you want to, like, so what kind of genre do we want to play with? Like, Uh, you want to do 90s general, 80s to early 2000s? Hmm. Um, Do you have a kind of theme for your questions? That will fit. They. The, that's the. That's the beauty of that this will game. Fit at least some sort of playlist, some sort of genre, at least. They, but that, but like that. That's like the. That's like the. The fun of it. Like we want something that's we know will have some good things, and we know will have some god awful what the fuck things. So that's why I like. Uh, that's why I it's want. It's dangerous. Um, yeah, <laughs> I want to do like eighties, nineties, and let's see if they have in like an eighties, nineties, and today. 80s, 90s, and epic. Oh, okay. 80s, 90s, epic songs. I don't know what that means, but there's 490 or 429 of them. So amazing. Yeah, exactly. So this will be interesting. (laughs) 
epic songs, man. I'm already like it's picturing called... a mullet flowing in the breeze. Yeah, in an '80s movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. we have George. Mike. I mean, we have George Michael's like. Uh, nice the mustache. The, the, the big handle mark. Yeah, the uh, um, not the Hulk Hogan. What's it called? Not Fu Manchu either, but like the. One of those big guys. Yeah, like one of nice those. Nice and thick. The, nice and thick in the soul Some of that patch. grossness that uh, Mitch does to his <laughs> <laughs> beard sometimes. What currently, what Mitch, Mitch. Currently, <laughs> what Mitch currently has as his Insta profile. That's <laughs> the grossest picture I ever got at 3 a.m. It is. Uh, it's surprisingly perfect, and I, I love that. And uh, mm-hmm. um. This is also that's that's funny because this is the second time I've mentioned Mitch. <laughs> like I mentioned him last podcast, and now he somehow fucking made it back into this podcast. Yeah, until like your tenth episode to finally have him on. <laughs> yeah. As long as he's mentioned in every <laughs> everyone one. coming up yeah. from them. <laughs> well, wow, yeah, no, actually, fuck you, Mitch. You're never coming on the podcast. Yeah, you're actually banned. <laughs> you're banned forever. We're just gonna always talk shit, and then you can't. <laughs> defend yourself <laughs> exactly that's the best way that's why the internet's amazing because <laughs> we can hide behind everything <laughs> that's amazing okay okay okay, okay, okay game okay, okay. we okay. can get sidetracked by game. mitch game so um i'm gonna hit sh- i have i have her on shuffle all right i'm gonna hit play for the first one that um oh well we're gonna miss that first one which is Rock you like a hurricane. I don't know who, what that one would have been for. Um, Rough. But um, I guess okay. Let's see. I'm gonna think of a good starting one. Y- you know, a good starting one is like the first, like the song that you have, like, like your first kiss to. Okay. Like think about like whatever. Whenever you had your first kiss, whether it was in high school or oh, awkward <laughs> college bedroom kiss. Like I remember, I w- my first kiss. The song I remember that vividly was we were listening to Violent Soho in his <laughs> in his dorm room because he was like <laughs> I was like <laughs> what even is that <laughs> your life right yeah, there I, like. I know I was just like um okay <laughs> and that worked out real well so uh, romance <laughs> yeah so um so I mean and I feel like anything like up from that would be like great and so we're gonna listen we're gonna see what 80s 90s epic song is do would you like to start would you like to pick your number to do the honors of i'll i'll go with four four okay i almost said three but i feel like four might be the right way oh you almost had take my breath away (sighs) oh two was danger zone my kenny lie we're getting better (laughs) three is oh crazy for you by madonna like Thank God I didn't. Madonna, man. You don't like Madonna? She's intimidating. She's a scary older woman. <laughs> like, she's got the older woman eyes. I don't dislike her, but very intimidating. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, what's number four? What is going to be your first kiss song? Oh, sweet <laughs> child of mine. I'm not even shitting you. It might have been. <laughs> Are you fucking serious so i definitely had my first bird, kiss bird, when i was bird, in middle bird. school and that's when i got into all the old rock bands yeah, like all the, the classic, classic rock. shit oh my god i'm pretty sure like <laughs> sweet child of mine was one of the like first songs i tried to learn on the guitar like oh, that's everybody's yeah exactly. like, it was like one of those things my brother yeah. like had one around 
Yeah. Uh, terrible. That's amazing. I was probably in somebody's shitty, like, red Trans Am like, <laughs> that everybody yeah. apparently has, you know? <laughs> Just macking it. Uh, that's amazing. It, wow. That's kind of, that's fun. That was actually is. topical. It that, well. that could have been you. Yeah. Like, I'm... I just I'm just picturing it now in my black hoodie that I thought it was so cool. To wear. Yeah, I, like in my skater <laughs> shoes, but I didn't know how to skate. I literally carried around a, a skateboard and wore etnies, the black etnies with the green E. Wore those yep. for two years straight. Didn't wore DVSs. I thought I was so mm-hmm. cool, man. That's what's up. I wow, I can see getting Edgy all <laughs> getting all the ladies and. Middle school with you. Well, when you're about a Big. foot shorter than every girl in middle school, it's, it's <laughs> girls grow faster than guys. I know that's very. That's it was rough, very man. True. And I'm still not tall. <laughs> but hey, uh, the height doesn't matter. And but that's a separate that's issue. That's fair. That's fair. That's a separate. That is that again. Yes. Okay. Let's see. Okay. Let's see what I. Let's see what I'm yeah. macking to. This would be yeah. Let's let's high school Jessica fucking kissing too. <laughs> I could have had. The best by Tina Turner. Tina. Like <laughs> that was one. Okay, I'm gonna count. Am I counting this as one? I, I, one. Okay, and then the second one is two. Yeah. <clears throat> that's always that's like the rock paper scissors issue of like, do we go on? Do we go on? Like, for, or, or is it after? After is it the rock paper scissors or is it? I feel shoot? like it's always. Or after I don't shoot? even throw in numbers. I just go. Oh. You just do it by. That's aggressive. As if you could go. Like all three in a motion, ah. but then like the last one you just do. <gasps> I've never thought of that. Oh my god! Okay, that's changed my rock paper scissors perception. Um, the more you know, <laughs> the more <laughs> I know. Okay, what's the second one? Oh god. Ooh, Michael Jackson, heal the world. Mm. Topical. Could have been <laughs> quite the activist kiss. I know, like passionate. Like I did like Michael Jackson a lot in oh, yeah. middle school. Like I went to like the Cirque du Soleil that he had when like, I know the Beatles had one and Michael Jackson had one. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, but I guess Michael Jackson after that documentary came out, I talk about this all the time. Like it's a bit rough. It's a bit rough. It's a, it's a bit like, yeah, he did touch. He did some wrong, oh, some terrible very things. wrong, terrible things. See, the, the nice thing though, is that I think we, are one of those generations just young enough where like Michael Jackson did not rule our airwaves. Like, yeah. He was mm-hmm. not his most recent music was not like anything that anything that would have happened like back in the eighties if some shit like this came up. Like it wasn't as it's not groundbreaking. Yeah. It, it didn't change anything. Especially since we like I remember the first court cases I was watching were like those first mm-hmm. round of like problems that he had. Yeah. Like hearing about that kind of always from Stuff. my parents, and then everyone's like, "No, it's fine. He didn't. It's, fine. No, it's he okay. Just, we just want to get past this." Yeah, he didn't condition kids and then do weird yeah, nipple stuff. Fuck? Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so that's really sad. Anywho's. So anywho. There's angry people. Oh, that's outside. I. Yeah, that sounds about. That sounds about right. Right there. Mm-hmm. Um. Um. Oh, but okay. So sorry. Wow, now my, my first kiss is tainted. <laughs> it's been tainted by Michael Jackson and yeah. angry people outside. Exactly. I'm just like, There's fuck. some real mad Michael Jackson fans out there. I know there are. Oh, well. Sorry, Mom. Not He's, like the beehive, though. Yeah. 
that's another issue that I just dangerous. That's another. Right that's another whole another topic for a whole another day of for, we insane can do this fandoms. So many more times. We'll save it for. <clears throat> We'll save conspiracies for another oh, another day. Shit, yeah, shit, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. We got to think of. Okay, I got to think of a, another topic. Um, I like. I always like the also the ones of like, what did these are all like love ones? Like, what did what did you walk down the what do you what did you listen to as you walk down the aisle to like oh sure to like to see your love of your life? May, the next one will be more. Whatever, but these are the ones I got right now. <laughs> this like, one's what, on the mind. <laughs> this, yeah, exactly. This is the ones on the minds because these are always the cop out ones that I go for because that's just. I feel like everybody does have an time. idea of like the song that they will actually have. Exactly. Like, what's the first wedding. dance at your wedding? What do you walk down the aisle? To? I definitely like, have a, a song in mind, but. It always depends on if the artist ends up being a shithead. <laughs> exactly. Like, you never know. Like, sorry, everyone who had Heal the World as yeah. their wedding ah, song. That's so rough. Sorry, that's really rough. At least it um, was a man in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's would, a hard yikes. Would, would agree with that. I mean, my because my parents' wedding song um, was, I think it was God Bless the Broken Road by Rascal Flats, but that was their American wedding song. You know, you you want to you know what you want to know what their first dance was when they got married in fucking Jamaica. Angel by Shaggy. <laughs> <laughs> that is twenty out of ten. The way to go. Yeah, I know. It's interesting. So your parents got married in Jamaica, and they left me at home. My my step like my mom oh, when she okay. remarried like my stepdad. That's wild. My parents honeymooned in ja- in Jamaica. Yeah, it's but it was back in like the the fucking. 70s 80s yeah. and like <laughs> so it many is. people were trying to have their kids go home with my parents i oh, almost had an no. older sibling yes that's crazy that is funny i have this is also another topic for a podcast but my grandparents lived in negril for like seven years three i don't know how long they were there for a couple years but they always had kids coming to their door because that's just what it was like they had money they could feed them like that's yeah yeah, that's (laughs) my stepdad would get so salty because he'd be like yeah those kids are getting treated treated better than i am like he's got (laughs) taken i was like i show up and let that kid's in my bed and i'm just like (laughs) well that's what it is he's trying to help out exactly they were and it's it but that's just that's just what it was and i was like that's so that is very interesting um Mm. because that's just the culture that i was in jamaica yeah but anyway, what are we what are we walking down the aisle to? Oh, let's, let's go. Pick two. a number. You're gonna do two. Okay, yeah. one. You got another. Oh, you dodged a bullet on another Madonna song. Jesus, man, <laughs> I'm getting scared. I know, because I mean it's '80s, '90s epic song. Uh, so, yeah. and Madonna was about as epic as it got. Oh, absolutely. Let's see. What's number two? <laughs> Waterfalls by TLC. Oh, that's a that's like TVH. A <laughs> that's badass as fuck. <laughs> don't that, yeah, because you could be like, don't go chasing waterfalls. Like, <laughs> I'm the river in the lake, baby. I'm, I'm not the, no waterfall. I am the prettiest thing you're gonna see. So <laughs> yeah, those waterfalls. I am like this. I am stable. I am here <laughs> for you. Like, I am a river and a lake, not a scary waterfall. I'm not rocky at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly, exactly. That's kind of, you know what? That would be like like a cool string arrangement of it. Mm -hmm. Would be. It fits for me. I like the R and B world too. So 
Oh, that's good. Would you yeah. like? Would you leave it as like an original then? Because I would maybe, but I feel like I'd want the uh, maybe the vocals done by like a dude, though. Interesting. Yeah. Why? I don't know. I feel like I could see like T Pain saying that <laughs> shit. Because <laughs> you see in the NPR Fuck. tiny desk, like T Pain can. He's got. He can okay, belt he it. Does have he's some, got some pipes? He's got some vocals, but that is the randomest ass shit I've and ever also heard. then because he can throw the real party after that <laughs> that's that is, a twofer then it's that like, is a twofer i mean are you gonna do not auto-tune t-pain then i'm assuming you're gonna do maybe once it gets both. lit <laughs> yeah <laughs> then we can pull out the, the <laughs> auto-tune mic for a couple of but, jams i mean if i can get t-pain to sing waterfalls and then go straight into buy you a drink that like, would sing be in like a ballad mm. <laughs> That would be, I'm so ready for that wedding. Um, I'd, I'd hope my wife is uh, flattered. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> like, that is, I. that's uh, that's amazing. I'm so, If I'm not invited to that wedding, I swear to fucking God. It'll be lit. It'll be a <laughs> Especially when you move up in the music industry ranks and you can get T-Pain to come to I'll your wedding. I'll make some friends. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, You'll have I'll some connections. Right connections yeah. You'll have some connections. Oh, shit. I hit the next one. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, let's see. What am I? What am I walking down the aisle to? I shit. I should have said one because one. Because if I would have said one, but I already like hit it because I'm an idiot. It's Angel by Shake. It's it's. <laughs> it wasn't me by Shake. <laughs> um, no, it was Time After Time by Cindy Lauper. Oh, that's you know how such amazing a, that's a that would have been like walking down the aisle to. But now that's gone forever. I know. Um, but we should. Okay, I should do. I'm. I'll do three. Uh, let's see. Two. You can leave your hat on by Joe Cocker. He was <laughs> great. <laughs> yeah, he was great. Like, cause that was uh, his, he was that's he sang the little help from my friends. Oh yeah, from, uh, he was. He's quite the uh, the rocker back in the day. Back in the day, but then he got like kind of like. You know, switched. him and Joe Walsh, I think, are the best embodiment of what drugs do to people. That Joe Walsh is the is guitarist true. from the Eagles who just has such a hard time speaking. Yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> so does Bob Dylan, though, too. So, you know. But, and yeah, that was. Just like, everybody has a hard time speaking. I mean, speaking. Ozzy doesn't know how to fucking speak either. I feel like once you've hit that point, like. Some people just die an early age of drugs, yeah. but some people just can't die because they are genetically wired to not die. For real. But that takes a toll. Something, Eventually. Something's got to be taken from that. You know what I mean? Like something's got to get. Performing ability pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Every function in life. So you, that yes, it makes yeah. absolute 100% sense. But anyway, so that was one. I'm glad I did not get that. Yeah. See what two. I got to go. <laughs> I could have had hungry like the wolf by Fucking <laughs> <laughs> that. Do I not could... look at the bride's uh, <laughs> dad for that one. <laughs> yeah, like I can see, but like with that, I can see like it, like everyone in like slicked back hair and like '80s suits, and like everyone's just like, it's like an all '80s theme wedding. Like freaking. I see Adam Sandler singing that <laughs> from the wedding <laughs> yeah. singer. Exactly. It'll be amazing. So walk down the aisle. That'd be fucking dope. Okay, what's three? Oh shit. Well, <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, oh, shit. I, you know, when we have, when I had the 80s, 90s playlist, like, I should have been aware that, like, 
Michael Jackson would be on most of it. But Bad by Michael Jackson, oh, God. Yeah. What a precursor. Exactly. <laughs> like, that's how I show that my husband that I'm a bad bitch. You yeah. know what I mean? That's fair. I'm walking down the aisle. At like, least it wasn't, you know, Weird Al's version. <laughs> yeah. Maybe in 30 years when I get comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> like don't give a shit anymore yeah. you know what i mean that's for marriage number three <laughs> fuck exactly 100 percent agree with that and that, that's when i have mar- either divorced and had one mysteriously pass away and i get all of their money and then i'm on the third one for just fun so. wait what was that middle one? i don't know what i'm talking about i have no idea <laughs> what you're saying uh, but anyway that'd be an epic walk down the aisle song that would be good i would as long as it. you have the choreography down you shit i um i tried to i'm not a good dancer I can't do I can't do choreography weddings. No, we're white. Can't do that shit. <laughs> well, yes, <laughs> would agree. I like because yeah. it only works if you're like a professional dancer, yeah. and you can have like professional dancers like back you up and do a cool wedding dance thing, or yeah, you're not. Otherwise, rhythmically you're, challenged. Yeah, otherwise you're trying to get somebody to tap their and clap their hands at the same time. <laughs> and then you get... It's just not going to work. <laughs> exactly. Then <laughs> it's just all everyone awkwardly clapping and snapping and yep. you're like, what the fuck is happening? Um, dancing breaks out. It's terrible. That's, uh, yes. Okay, should we do one more? Or Uno mas. Okay. Do you want to think of a topic? What What's something that you think would be a good idea? Hmm. A good like music song, music um, thing? How about one that uh, <laughs> that you're driving home with your first dog? You're driving home with your first dog. Because yeah. I keep having dreams about that. I want a dog so bad. <laughs> so like that's like what you're trying. The first to- thing I'm gonna put on as soon as we get in the car and we're driving home. This is gonna be great. This is gonna be my best bud for the next amount of years. Amount of years. Okay. Blank amount of years. What what is what is this? Relation your dog relationship going to be yeah. with this next song? Okay, pick pick a number. I'm gonna go six. We're gonna go. Holy shit! We're gonna okay. go deep cuts. This is here. like far far far. Okay, I'm gonna quick go through them then. Week by SWV. I've never heard that. Song. Never heard of it either. But right now it sounds like the little Mario song when he's swimming in the water. That <laughs> yeah. there's recently been a cat that floats. <laughs> With a life jacket too. That's amazing. <laughs> if I got wish real I could, specific. That got real specific. But I'm about it. The second one is "If You Had My Love," Jennifer Lopez. Escapade by Janet Jackson. <laughs> that's um, that's a little bit different intention with that dog. A little bit. Um, just can't get enough. Oh, that would be man. such a cute Damn. like drive that's home. One. That's like I can see that in like a movie scene. You know what I mean? Wagon you're just tail. like yeah, you're like both happy in the front seat. And, oh, oh my god, that'd been good. Damn. Okay, that was four five. Is the, I don't want to miss a thing by Aerosmith. <laughs> don't. That's it. That's so epic. <laughs> You're just like to their dog. I don't want to close. I feel like my that's eyes. the song for the like Instagram parent for dogs. Yeah. You know. Yes. I don't want to miss a thing. So your <laughs> whole life is on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. That's actually really good. That is actually super hundred percent true. Yeah, that's a good one. That's the yeah the dog Instagram accounts that they make for their dog. I follow like four of those though. I know. <laughs> so They're addicting. Okay, and then what's six? What this is this is gonna be your song? <laughs> and All I right. feel like I know what might pop up, and I'm 
<laughs> fucking nervous. I really hope it's Phil Collins. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> this is Cindy Lauper. The Goonies are good enough. I don't think I've ever heard of the song what? in my entire life. But I'm is about this it. From the Goonies. It sounds like is an this- adventure. It's well. It's from the Goonies. Yes. It's from the movie The Goonies. Yes. So, yeah. Score. You're, you know what? He shoots. <laughs> that's all that matters because that's such a pal movie. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Okay. That means there's gonna be adventures. Yeah. It's gonna be very aesthetic for our outfits. <laughs> yeah. he, he, he was probably chained in a basement for a while. God. That's so bad. I saved him. That's you okay, say, though. Rescue, we rescued him. I gave him um, the Snickers. No, that's not good to give a dog. But no. the sentiment is there. You gave him love. little little loves of peanut butter. And love. <laughs> um. Okay, fuck. Okay, so, because, yes, I would also love to have a pupper at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll see. I must have eventually. It's just, I just want to, I just want a dog and I'm about to move into like, I think I'm moving into River West. So I would really like a, a, I'm getting a a, a pretty, the one place that I want is actually pretty big. Nice. So I got like three pretty big rooms um, for like 725. I'm like, fuck, this is awesome. Um, Which would be kind of good for a medium sized dog. I'm like, oh, I could do that. Totally. Also keep all the scary people away. (laughs) So let's see, let's see what I'm going to have, what what I'm bringing my home, my dog home to. I'm going to say three. All right. So one. (laughs) <laughs> Why by Annie Lennox? <laughs> I pick him up and he's great and everything, and then all of a sudden, straight up, just shits in my car. And I'm like, for why? <laughs> for why? That one's good. Oh my, that's the emo. Like Whitney Houston didn't. We almost have it all. Oh my god. Like, uh, sad girl back in the day. Yeah, like Whitney Houston, TBH. I know. <laughs> so I guess that's kind of sad. Hopefully, this next one will be much better. Let's get hyped. Upside down, Diana Ross. That's pretty good, actually. This uh, actually, great. this would not be. Okay. Yeah. We that is Straight that is like best turning pal. your world upside yes, down. Yes, yeah, yes, turning it upside down because I'm so in love with the dog. Yeah, one hundred percent. And the, I could just we're walking down the street and just like walking at the same yeah. beat. Like hell yeah, jamming. just jamming. <gasps> Sniffing. That's so good. That's a good one. That is a really good one. That's a good one to end it. That was that was such an that's that this was so much more wholesome than I was <laughs> than expecting, expecting that it was going to be. So I'm like, hell yeah, okay, that was so sweet. See, Amazing. this is my favorite game because they get so good and they get so weird and there's just like sometimes they're really good and then sometimes you're just like, well, what the fuck? Yeah. So I'm definitely going to play that again at some <laughs> point on the podcast and uh, until someone says we hate it and if someone says you hate it, I'm gonna play it or if <laughs> every after single us. time. <laughs> yeah. We heard you on <laughs> music roulette. Yeah, exactly. How dare you? Yeah, fucking dare you. I'd be like, I'm sorry. Where's my copyright? Exactly. <laughs> so I think, okay, so let's, we're going to probably hit about an hour pretty soon. But the Damn. last thing I really want to talk about um, for just a good good short amount of time is our best and worst concert experiences. Because I... you are work at the, the Pabst. Mm-hmm. Um, can you say like a little bit of what you do? Sure. So I am one of the talent buyers in the office um one of the guys who's kind of lower on the rung right now Mm -hmm. just because i'm the young guy in the office but i help out with every show that comes in i handle all 
paying paying all the artists, all of our contracts, tax info. But then I'm doing some talent buying myself, Collectivo and Turner shows. That's so great. It's fun stuff. <clears throat> That's, I like it. That is so fun because I feel like it's nice to have someone who like kind of gets it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You just kind of like get it. You know what people kind of want to see. And I haven't seen a I haven't seen a bad show yet. Yeah. Well. Uh, that goes we'll on to the night. We'll get into that. Um, but that's like I mean, such a cool experience because you, I'm so jealous of you because you have so many vinyls signed by your favorite artists. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I get pretty you lucky kid, in that, that is world. so cool. <laughs> like, that is so cool. I, I got a weird little plug there. that, And it, it comes <clears throat> out of nowhere, though. Like, yeah. And an opportunity like that because, you know, it's a... It's an industry nobody wants to leave. So well, yeah, it's, it's super lucky if you can get a job like that where they give you enough, you know, freedom to mm-hmm. play around in the venues in different capacities. Yeah. And, you know, I offer up like brand new artists that these guys have never heard because they're all, you know, 45 and up mm-hmm. years old, so they don't know Gus Dapperton. They, yeah, they don't know anything of like the what's new or what's kind of yeah. come like going on. They look at festival lineups and they're like, "Oh, that looks okay." That and then they weird. look at First Avenue, who's a great venue mm-hmm. friend, kind of for us. And yeah, we look at who they're Ave. booking and we look at what Madison's getting. And they're always just kind of guessing based on numbers, but I try to listen to the new stuff at least. Exactly. I let them handle the big stuff. Then I try to get all the little things because usually those little things balloon into the big things because people you know like people know you know people want to listen to these things you know what I mean and so I yeah no I uh, I hundred percent that's just so dope so you have seen many many a concert as I have tried to see many a concert um but sometimes concerts get me a little like. A little like anxious. Um, oh yeah, always a little bit of a jarring yeah. effect. But I, yeah, I feel that way anytime I'm at a concert that isn't one of my venues, because when I'm at my venues, yeah, I feel like I have full reign over. The oh, place. you know, like, like it's you know my it, place. You, I know like, everybody who's the, working. The nooks like, and crannies. If I'm in a new place, I am always just like on top I am of on, it. Yeah, and I am stressed, but. You know, I'm still having a good it's time. It's still but. good. No, 100%. I guess, oh, so I guess, like, what I want to know from you is, like, so what What would you say was your best concert experience that you've had? Ah, uh, man. See, best is such a tough uh, thing. Like, and enjoyable. Because the thing yeah. is, there's so many, like, you could go to a concert that you would have never, like, thought you would have liked, mm-hmm. and then you're blown away by it, and you're like, wow, that was an amazing show. Yes. Yeah. But I would, so I guess, what impacted my, you like what was some of the, your most memorable like good concert experiences so the best concert experience i had and it was purely because of the experience that i actually had during mm-hmm. it it was what kind of flipped the switch for me to get into this world yeah um it was grizz's new year's eve show oh. at the rave back mm-hmm. in 2015 running in 2016 and i was up in the front row and I was just having a great time because I've never been front row for a Grizz show, and mm-hmm. he's my favorite artist. But like, I was like pretty much DD for the friends, and yeah, kind of looking out for everybody. And we had a, like a group of twenty oh, all yeah. up in the crowd, and I tried to ignore most of that. Yeah, <laughs> like everything and every yeah. But you know, the rave is not the most well organized place to yeah. say in the least, especially mm-hmm. with security purposes. Mm-hmm. And 
this was a packed show, sold out hard on yeah. New Year's. Everybody's fucked up beyond belief. And, you know, eventually we get, like, almost halfway through the show, and there are girls starting to pass out. Like, Holy there are people shit. overheating, and everybody's, you yeah. know, hardly dressed at all. They're uber fucked up. And this girl gets, like, dragged up by people, and I, like, try to flag down security to come over. Nobody comes over at all. I'm like, well, fuck. Like, we can't take her out that way. Nobody's yeah. going to move. So I just hopped over the barrier. And I'm just like, here, hand her to me. So they handed her over, and I just carried her backstage to, like, a security guard. Oh, and he's like, so sweet. what are you doing? Like, do you not see this She's girl like who's out. literally passed out in my arms? Like, take her, dude, mm. and, like, hand her off. And he's like, well, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> No, dude, there's sure paramedics back there. Get out. Like, whatever. Aren't you like hired to do yeah. that job? I don't work here. Clearly, you're wearing the shirt, sir. <laughs> I'm wearing a Hawaiian shirt with no shirt underneath, and it's 10 degrees outside. Why do you think I know what's going on? So, anyway, <laughs> I go back and get a few high fives from people in the crowd or whatever, and I climb back over. Nobody stopped me or anything. That's like, nice, yeah. There was no security up at the front, which I thought was insane. <laughs> well, that just Clearly adds another it didn't flaw. matter. Yeah. So I go back, still enjoying the show, another girl comes up, and I wave down a security guard, and he comes back over. He's like, obviously he believes in me or whatever. He looks at, and I'm like holding this girl. Mm-hmm. I'm like, do you want me to come back there again? And he just looks at the girl and like walks away. <laughs> And I'm like, dude. <laughs> like, okay. Round two. So I hop over again, grab Bigger. the second girl, carry her all the way back. And the paramedics oh are like, God. what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing to these people that they keep coming back here? And I'm like, like Man, I'm, I'm just, just helping. <laughs> and like, I get back and I climb back into the crowd. People are like cheering me this yeah. time I go back. And some guy runs up and punches me in the back of the head. It was the boyfriend of that girl. Oh shit! So he's like, he immediately thinks you're like... though, the entire crowd like swarmed this guy. Oh my god! People just like bury him to the ground and then throw him over the edge, and security takes him out. And people are like, "Man, that guy's an asshole." Like, yeah, that guy was an asshole. You're just trying to like get people safe and get people. That's insane. Yeah, it was nuts. So finished the show, and it was amazing, of course, mm-hmm. and. Like, I had nowhere to go. I hate trying to get out of the rave mm-hmm. late. I was going to take the bus anyway, yeah. so I had to wait. So I tried to stick at the stage as long as I could, and Grizz came out, and he's saying hi to people. He's like, hey, are you that guy who walked people backstage? I'm like, yeah, man. got to take care of people. Yeah. Show love, spread love, you know? <laughs> and he really appreciated it. Gave me a big hug, and, you know, from then on, like, I just, like, couldn't stop thinking about that. Yeah. And, like, how much fun I was having sober. Yeah. And... Like, just taking care of, like, shit going on, like, but still yeah. enjoying the show. And I was just like, man, I got to figure out some way to get into this. Yeah. So I started just friending everybody I knew in the music industry. Mm-hmm. Any started contacting the Miramar like crazy. I got in touch with Grizz's team and got added to the Liberators, which is his street team. That's cool. So through all that, I got internships, got little gigs at the Miramar. Met Grizz another four or five times, just yeah. working at shows, going up to Minneapolis and Chicago for shows and stuff. And well, that's that's worked my way through it. That's that is how you turn your passion into a career, right there. Yeah. That's that is like one of the biggest things that I've 
struggled with is like I've always because I mean I love music and I've been trying to get into something like that it's just like how how do you how do you do that but like your example is such a perfect example it's like you one care about the music you two care about the people in the music so mm-hmm. it's not just networking it's just building those connections and making you are building that character of you are i'm this guy who can do this safe thing, and who's can, had this responsible and yeah. like can do that kind of shit like that is invaluable and that like that's that's such a good oh that's such a good that's kind of like a good story of like how to kind of make your path through that yeah. way and the only way that you're going to succeed or going to even be in that your position that you have now is by literally doing what you just did yeah. like but networking it, and but all it of did that take like the show like that for me to finally like connect the dots you know i'd always loved that's music crazy. as a as a kid like yeah, no yeah shit. if nerdy. you don't like music, I was that's... nerdy as hell, and I was all about music <laughs> yeah. and listening to weird dubstep stuff and yeah. all kinds of experimental indie stuff in high school. And then eventually, I was just like, "All right, well, there's no job in that." So yeah. I went to college, and I'm going to be some business major, or whatever. But then I realized, wait, there's business in music. <laughs> exactly, because music is a business. But it took <laughs> this one fucking concert to figure that out, and I'm like. I was what the sophomore or junior when yeah. that yeah sophomore I think but like I was planning to just work for Amazon or some bullshit. Oh you Jesus know? Christ! That, like that me being suit some like and tie ass. suit and tie every day <laughs> yeah, nine to five ass head ass nah nah four hundred one k ass <laughs> fuck that shit no nah. I yeah that is that is a incredible concert experience I would have to say like yeah. that. That would top anything that I've had. Um, yeah, it's my go-to for at least best experience. Of course, there's better like musical things. Yeah, like, no, sh- yeah, of course. And I can always but, go into that on like who was a really standout show that I really enjoyed. But yeah, that was like the experience was just great. I Even gotta, though everything else about the rave sucked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I. I Refuse to step foot in there. Yeah, um, I've been done. For after years. after I saw like I mean I saw Mac DeMarco and the Flaming Lips. That concert was great. Flaming I will go to every Flaming Lips concert that there they will ever have, and they come mm-hmm. here regularly. They do. They are just so good. They're so good. They have the perfect amount of visuals and fan interaction and classic songs. It's just everything you want in a concert. Like totally everything you want in a concert. So highly recommend that. Um, but I guess I want to talk about this awkward experience that I had, and it was actually at the Turner, and it was the Great. Max Frost show. Oh, yeah. oh my god! What no. the fuck? It was not only was it like because okay, Max Frost is good, so he's got a twelve, like he's got a high school audience because yeah. he's like he's not it's a super big a bar prop. mitzvah going on. Yeah, it's like it's. <laughs> Basically, um, because he's like got that younger audience. Um, but so his first opener was I think her name was Upshaw. Upshaw music, mm-hmm. so good. I great female artist. Um, she, she she's like she's pop. Like I would call her like more like regular female pop vocal. Sure. Um, but then fucking God, the the next dude I forgot his name already. Oh shit. 
<laughs> little cri- God, what the fuck was that show? Some little crazy nonsense. It, it, like, is this guy? He was a a white rapper who it was his whole show was kind of like on shock factor. <laughs> like, oh God, what was terrible? Hold on, I got. I forgot. I can't believe I forgot what his name was because so he he did this thing where he would invited this random guy onto the stage and. Oh, Mikey Mike. Oh. Fucking Mikey Mike. And his one song, I was just like, it was, I think it was trying to be serious, but it was some fucking 90s Will Smith ass Mikey Mike. What is, what is Mikey Mike like? I like bitches and going outside. I'm like, I love that too, Mikey Mike. I hate this right now. I don't know. Just not, not my cup of tea. Everyone around, some people around me were like great, but. He's saying a lot about like not paying child support and like drugs, whatever. I don't know. There's 15 year olds in the like the front row, and this. So he does this thing where he spins a wheel and he picks he picks someone from the audience, and the guy on the shirt, the guy on the from the audience had a shirt that said, "Um, your your ass is not on its period, or like your asshole's not on its period." What the fuck? And it like. But the thing, I, I, I saw it, and a little part of me was like, that's kind of fucking funny, but also, <laughs> there's like 15-year-olds around here, and no, that's a little, I was like, oh, kind of, uh, <laughs> I don't know, because there's like a five-year-old, but that's, I, mean, I don't know, like, you're at a concert, whatever. Yeah. But the a friend of mine behind me was just like, that shirt's fucking offensive, and I thought that was funny <laughs> when she yelled that, but then it kind of made the crowd weird. And then, so then Mikey Mike, like, lit his pubes on fire, like, or his chest hair on fire and made the guy drink beer out of his boot, whatever. What kind of gimmicky crap? He, fucking weird. I was like, I don't give a shit. And then he he, he said poems. Oh, God, I don't know if I ran into that. Um, he, he, like, said poems, but the poems were, like, not, uh, it was, like, a lot of... I went outside and I looked at the sunshine and I think thought to my life, why am I in this life? And oh my God, Mikey Mike, like why are you in this life? And I'm, I don't know, Mikey Mike, why am I in this life? So just like not Dude's good talking poems. to himself on stage. Like, not good poems. And I'm like, whatever. So he gets off and I was like, well, that was a waste of my fucking time. So then Max <laughs> Max Frost comes on. Uh super good. He's a good pop artist, like him a lot. Mm. But behind me. Mikey Mike and my friend get in a fucking fight about like the dude on stage and he's like yeah there's like probably people who could be offended funded by this shirt and he's like well this is America baby like oh my but god you're pretentious like you're pretentious and then everyone's fighting and then everyone's just like oh, I don't know what to do and then people's like we're at a concert and I'm like yeah we are at a concert and I was just like this is uncomfortable and Mikey Mike's being why is this being... going on at a concert that is the question and then like, it was just like the fuck and there was like like 15 year olds trying to like hit on Mikey I don't know it was so uncomfortable and weird and I was just like that was not a fun Turner experience that I had mm-hmm. um, it's bound to happen you know what but you get those you get those you get the good and the bad you get the good and the bad and after listening after, after the show I kind of listened to Mikey Mike's music and I was just like I see the appeal because he's a very like go with the flow, like fuck everything, like mm-hmm. just do what makes you happy, man. I get that, but it was just uncomfortable, and it, the gags were not pulled off well. So yeah, that's fair. You know what I mean? So I was just like, mm, not stuff home, a dude. big fan of that. So yeah. that was that one. Um, I probably should end on a positive note because we probably end should end soon for sure. Um. 
but I'm trying to think of a really good one that the I last got a time quick I went worst to. one for you to think about. During. Yes. So worst concert experience for me. Mm-hmm. Unfortunate as it is to say, was John Bellion <gasps> at the mm, rave. No way. I heard. Oh my god. No way. This okay. was maybe 2016. Yeah. And I remember a lot of people went to that show that I knew. And it was middle of summer, like June, like July or something like that. It was something where it was so unbearably hot and it wasn't in the, it wasn't in the ballroom. It was in the regular rave, like the kind of like regular level. Yeah. And it was fucking packed, like hard packed. And it was so hot. And like the rave being as shitty as they are weren't handing out water to people yeah they were just not. filling up like those big water shooter things and just spraying it into <laughs> That's the crowd the worst thing I've so ever people were getting like globs of water life. just shot into their faces people are like all going blind <laughs> yeah, constantly like, what the fuck <laughs> the crowd of course was all high schoolers cuz yeah. it's John Bellion yeah no shit and that's not to no. knock on John Bellion that's just who his crowd is but mm-hmm. it was just getting worse and worse by the minute with like I'm just spraying anything. So I just tried to go to the back and enjoy mm-hmm. it. But I go to the back by the sound booth, which is where it should sound the best. And John had to keep like saying to the sound guy, turn my microphone up. Nobody could hear him. Yeah. If you weren't in like the first maybe five rows of people, nothing. You couldn't hear John's voice. And he's oh like, turn my mic up, turn my mic up. Like for two songs straight, he had to keep asking mm. between his verses, like, to turn his mic up and they wouldn't do it. That's so I actually like just fucking left. Like it was my roommate at the time, Park not Parker Thompson, but Another other Parker. Parker. Yeah. It was his favorite. Like John is his favorite artist by oh, far. Oh shit. And I'm like, dude, I'm going home. So I just got on the bus and left. And he's like, Yeah, that was the worst John show I've ever been to. And I've been to like <laughs> eight of them. That like, sucks. You yeah. Know, and- it was my first time seeing John too. So. Oh, and that hopefully that didn't like ruin like. Oh no, he's got like that guy's way too talented. No wonder Disney yeah. and all them love him. Yeah, but, like, exactly. But yeah, no, it's I just so rough. That is that sucks, and that's why I don't like rave shows. I I've seen I saw went to see Panic at the Disco because again I was emo trash back in high school. I love Panic at the Disco. I went to see their shows. I went to First Ave twice, and then. And then the rave in Milwaukee, and it was the first time I'd ever been in Milwaukee, and it was hot as fuck. Mm-hmm. It was the middle of summer, and so hot. But Walk the Moon, actually, it was the Walk the Moon Panic at the Disco tour. Oh damn! And it was right when Walk the Moon had their first album, and I loved Walk the Moon's first album because they were just like they were indie. They were like indie pop. It was more indie pop, not this like weird. I don't like their new stuff, but yeah. whatever. Fucking that just happens. Experimental. Whatever. Thing, whatever. It, yeah. So I'm just artists like, change people. Yeah. Yeah. So and that's fine to hate artists after you listen to them. But I like that show. But I guess a show that I really, really loved, actually one of my favorite ones was like okay go when they came to Summerfest. Dude, yeah. Was amazing. They put on a great They're show so just this past good. weekend. They were at the Caps yeah. and really they were doing a. It was like the video tour, so it was yeah. based more around their YouTube channel, which kind is of stuff. so cool. They just recreated all their fucking yeah. videos, and that's amazing. They're so smart. That's and nostalgic. And so great. many and kids there, mm-hmm. like learning, because they play a big role in like the education community and yeah. giving a lot of money to teachers and stuff. And that's wholesome. Shit. It was really great, but I've heard nothing but great things about it. Okay yeah, Go. Okay Go is such a solid, solid band, and I would highly, yeah, highly recommend. 
And the last one, I guess my last favorite one was when, uh, even though it was, sh- it was well, that was because I was a little, I was intoxicated. Um, but King Gizzard and Lizard Wizard. <laughs> that was a great show. That was a rocking show. That was, I loved it because the fr- the opener was this punk, Australian punk band who all had mullets. Yeah. They all had fucking mullets. And I was like, this is the greatest shit that I've ever and seen in my entire life. And they lived that lifestyle. Like, yeah. Backstage. And oh, everything. yeah. They like, they were like rockers backstage. Aggressive. Even though all of King Giz is just I'm like, chill, like, hey, what's up, They're just guys? like playing along to their guitars, <laughs> like. And like, then they didn't have a single light on, like other than like a few candles and stuff. And that like, is lamps. some hippie shit. Yeah, yeah, they were but, chill as hell for the set that they were about to fucking play. But yeah, but that's all. The I know we gotta we gotta end this soon. But yeah, King is. I can only say praises for King is because they've changed up all their music. They've mm-hmm. played like their album with Mild High Club so good. Oh, wonderful. they just change up all of their sound all the time, and they're just. They're o- it seems like they're good. always releasing music. Yeah. Too. And it's it's One so good live. Bands. It's just a big band. They've got like two of everything in that yeah. fucking band. So it's just incredible. The dual drummers is something to see. Yeah, Holy it shit. is fucking dope. But that is about time. I've gone way talked way too long. But this was really really fun. <laughs> um, I hope I you no got something. You ten at something. Um, if you want to listen to music muse. Um, it's on <laughs> Apple Music now, I think. Yeah, and Wonderful. then <laughs> you have to like it and <laughs> comment. I fucking I never get this right at the end of this fucking show. The last time I did that wrong too, but just su- subscribe to it. How um, it's I got great stuff. It's got great shit, and I uh, and rate it a good rating. And I'm a I'm a weekly listener now. <laughs> That I'm so on sweet. it. Yeah, no, yeah, you better. You're fucking indebted <laughs> to me. You have to listen to that. I got to get one listen at least now from now on. Uno mas. So, uno mas. But thank you, Kit, for being on the show. Thanks for um, having me, Jess. You'll probably be on again. But this was the Music Muse. I hope you liked the music that I talked about. Bye. Yeet.